Welcome back to Aganis Arena in Boston on the campus of BU. The score after one, BU leads Merrimack 2 to nothing. This is Mike Macknick alongside John Leahy. Tonight's first intermission is brought to you by Fuddruckers, an official partner of Merrimack Athletics. Make sure you stop in at Fuddruckers for a burger or a delicious salad before or after the next Warrior game. Located just down the street from Merrimack at 550 Turnpike Street. They also have locations in Reading and Salem, New Hampshire. Well, kind enough to join us here in the first admission, Jim McNiff, a Merrimack assistant coach. And, you know, Jim, you guys did an awful lot of the things, I'm sure, that you would have liked to do in that first period out shooting BU 17-7. to uh, But BU leads a special teams battle with one power play goal and one shorthanded goal. That's the difference. Absolutely. I think um, we really took it to them down there and we held the puck in there for a little bit, cut some shots on that, tried to follow up to rebounds on just playing really well. Um, BU got a couple of chances that you know we'd like to have back, and they capitalized on them, unfortunately. So. Uh, obviously, situation for you guys last couple of weeks. You know, you can, this is the last game. You won't play in the postseason. What's the goal, I guess, going into a game like this when that is when that is the situation? Aside from obviously, you want to play your best every night and, and win every night out. Well, I think the goal is, you know, one of the things we try to do this season is try to build something for the future. And I think, you know, once we get eliminated from the playoffs, we have to continue to build that process and continue to build that foundation that we've tried to build to, you know, have success down the road and success in the future years. Um, with the guys, especially, you know, the seniors, um, you know, they can look back, I think, on a, on not only a, a year where you guys did some things like beat Michigan for the first time, uh, wins earlier in the season against BU and BC, for example, uh, a big shutout win for you guys against Northeastern earlier in the year, one of the better teams in the league and, and in the country, but then you look in the past, you know, I mean, these guys have a legacy of, they beat Lowell in the playoffs last year, a couple of years back, UNH, uh, you know, some, some big wins a couple of years back also over teams like BC and BU, so, uh, you know, over Overall, there are things I think that you know are to be proud of and to be celebrated. Oh, 100%. The senior class was, you know, what they did for this team this year is unbelievable. I mean, they had to go through a coaching change this year and had to deal with what we were trying to do and build for the future. And they were instrumental in you know, everything that's happened this season. I mean, you know, everybody will look at the wins and losses and you know say it wasn't a good season for us. But you know, when we look at it on, on an objective point, is we build something for the future here, and it all started with the seniors and how they approached every game, and every practice, and how they approached everything in the weight room. So we got to thank them and look forward to what they helped build this year. I want to ask you quickly then about those guys, if you don't mind, you know, your thoughts about them since it is going to be their last game, their last time in a Merrimack uniform. But let's start with the goaltenders. You know, you do work with them a lot. Uh, first of all, Craig, Pano, Craig Pantano got the start tonight. Here's a guy who coming in, I don't think um, a lot of people thought he, he played much more than maybe a handful of minutes in his career at Merrimack. And he's really, you know, carved out an opportunity to play very an awful lot of time over the last couple of years and played well. Absolutely. I mean, Craig works hard in practice. You know, he's really shown his some strong sides this year. Again, he's had a couple of shutouts. He's had four shutouts at the end of the year. He works really hard. You know, he's, he's developed into somebody that we could rely on time to time, night in and night out. I mean, he's had his highs and lows throughout the season, but as a team, we've had our highs and lows. So I think we've learned that as Craig goes, mostly the team goes. And uh, Drew Vogler, you know, came in, played well. You know, that series you mentioned against UNH was instrumental in that series win over. UNH had a number of big wins over his career as well. Another guy that, that's, you know, done a nice job over his four years. Absolutely. Uh, Drew may not have gotten the playing time that he wanted to get this year. I mean, like you said, he had a great time at uh, UNH. Played a great game there. Um, you know, but he was instrumental in helping this team develop during the practices. And, you know, worked really hard off the ice and on the ice. And, you know, was really supportive of Craig and really supportive of Hallie when he got into this. 
Uh, when we look on defensemen, uh, first of all, Matt McArdle came in. He was only here for a year, but really seemed to have made an impact, solidified defense, uh, you know, and, and was a very solid guy to put out there when you guys needed him. Oh, absolutely. He really helped us with some senior leadership and solidified the defense, of course. And another guy, speaking of which, Alex Carl, you know, came across the country from Anchorage to come here and play and, uh, you know, ends up becoming an assistant captain his senior year, uh, you know, as fierce a competitor as I've ever seen one. Absolutely. I mean, I, we actually I was talking to Gravelis about this before the game, but Kyle was involved with that uh, issue that we had last time we were here. That's right. Along the boards down here. So, I mean, and that goes to show the kind of game that he puts out there. He gives it 110 percent every time he's on the ice. And he really tries to help him push along the game to so. You know, in fact, I wanted to ask you earlier this year, uh, when he when Denver came in, he played against his brother, uh, David, head coach for Denver. First time that had ever happened, a player playing against his brother, coaching the other team. Was that, you know, something that was, I mean, it was obviously uh, a, a nice moment for him. Was it something also the rest of the program, you know, took some pride in? Oh, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, you don't really get a chance that much to play against your brother, let alone play against a team that your brother's actually coaching. So, you know, in order to do that, I think, you know, your team is really behind and supporting him, and I think it's just a great thing. And uh, as we move on with the other seniors, Derek Petty, assistant captain from nearby Tewksbury, Massachusetts, you know, a guy who's probably, he's having his best year now as a senior. Absolutely. He's been amazing the last couple of games and the last couple of, pretty much over the entire season. Like he's just really pushed that second line. Once we put them together with Greasehawk and uh, seeing that, you know, they really started to produce for us up front and that became pretty much our strong line as well. Around Derek. And then uh, captain of the team, Michael Babcock, uh, you know, hard to envision another guy doing a better job that he did this year. You mentioned the transition and everything, and obviously, uh, it, you know, with Lance passing away and so on, you know, the, the seniors, and I think in particular, Michael able to, uh, you know, let you talk about building for the future. I'm sure that as a competitive guy as he is, he's going to be, you know, dis- disappointed in the wins and the losses, but at the same time, he's got to be able to look back and say, yeah, you know, and we, we did something this year that was really important in the history of the program and, and was able to build something for the future. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I can't say enough about Babs and his hard work, determination, and dedication to the sport, to the team, and to Maramac. Uh, that kid's got a bright future ahead of him no matter what he does, just because of the, you know, his attitude, his effort, and his desire to win and succeed. So, uh, you know, he was really an instrumental piece in how this team did this year. You know, I can go back to the wins and losses, but that's got nothing to do with it. You know, how this team fought every night, fought every day in practice, and worked hard to get better every day was all certainly really you know, when you look at some of the younger guys who I think are going to be part of the cornerstone going forward, I mean, the, like the freshman class, for example, guys like Chase Greesock, obviously, who's going to be in the, the talk there, we think, for uh, for Hockey's Rookie of the Year, all-rookie team, obviously, but some other guys who really looked good for you guys, like Logan, obviously, Logan Drevich has played well for you guys, um, you know, August von Unger and Sternberg, it's, it's hard to think that, you know, he's really only still a handful of games into his college career, but, you know, uh, another player who brings an awful lot to the table, it kind of seems like it was important to be able to have you know seniors like that senior class that you talked about that were able to bring those guys along and get them you know accustomed to being in the program. I mean, realistically, some of these guys you know committed under a different uh, you know coaching administration, right? And then you know decided they were going to come anyway, and uh, you know and solidifying their position there as well as the seniors being able to help bring them along. Oh, absolutely. I think um, those three have a very bright future. And I think going forward, I think that's that definitely be a cornerstone of this team, and I think the seniors really provided a lot of leadership for them to show, you know, the path that they need to go down and their hard work off the ice and on the ice. And, you know, 
all three of them have been involved with me when I'm doing the goalie sessions with them. They're out there every day working hard, shooting the It's really paid off for them to score the goals. And, you know, I joke around with them and say, hey, well, you know, you got goals because you're coming off the goalie track this point. Um, you know, the three of them are really good pushing the record. It's, it's strong. So, well, this is the last game, as we mentioned, of the season. So I guess when you look back, what, what will your thoughts be and what will some of the uh, the effort be in the offseason? Um, when I look back, I think it's um, we've had our highs and lows all season. Um, and like I said earlier, I think that we've built something for the future. You know, we're looking to build something for Strong's uh, long-term success in the national championship and the championship. And I think we started that this year. And I think we really laid that foundation down. And I think we're moving forward with it. Jim, thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate your time. Uh, I know you're busy during the game, so we appreciate you coming over. Uh, best of luck in the offseason as well. Next year we'll talk to you again soon, I'm sure. Absolutely, guys. It's an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Jim. That's, that's Jim McNiff, our guest here, Merrimack assistant coach. The score at the end of the first period of play, BU leads Merrimack 2 to nothing. John and I will be back with more right after this. This is Warrior Hockey.